Welcome to episode 61 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings at the parks. And soon, you're going to see me eating s'mores every time I go to Camp Woodchuck. You can find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram account, at Lover. And, as always, joining me is my beautiful co-host, Patricia. Hey, Chris. How are you you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm tired. I'm sipping some some candy cane tea. Ooh, that sounds good. I'm having water. (laughs) Water is good. Water is zero carb. (laughs) Zero carb. That's true. That's very true. Um, Yeah, I'm Trish. Uh, I take photos. I go to the park. I can't eat any food because I'm on a diet, but I had pumpkin pie today that I made, homemade pumpkin pie, and I had eggnog with like a ton of alcohol in it. So I have to go back on my diet again. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. So I'm drinking my candy cane tea. Oh, just so we're up. Okay, I it's get it. It's really good, though. It tastes like, okay, you know, this thing says it's just tea, but I question what is inside it because it tastes like a freaking candy cane. Hmm. America, how do you make these things? <laughs> Lots of sugar, probably. It has no, it supposedly has no sugar in it. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I don't know if I believe the makers, but hmm. we shall see. Okay, so what are we? What are we? Oh, so can we talk about the Patreon that we that we made the video? We made the video. It's not done yet, but it's in editing. Okay, it's on. It's being being chopped together. <laughs> so it, I'm kind of nervous because, like, I don't. I never like appear in any photos or anything. And well, it's a it's a video, so I know that's good. Now I'm out there, <laughs> you know my secret identity. I can't be a superhero anymore. So we're gonna have the Patreon video out probably within the next few weeks here, and then everyone can start contributing, and we'll have a list of all the perks and all that. Uh, we can go into more details in that later once we have it actually out there. But you can see the details in the video. Exactly. So it's coming soon. So. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> All right. So what are we what are we talking about today, Patricia? You know what we're talking about, Chris. Same stuff we usually talk about. We got some news. Um, some really fun news, actually. We've got our crowd forecast. Um, Christmas wishes 2016 at Tokyo Disney Sea. We got our park tip. We got some listener questions. And let's get started with the news. So, I don't know if it's woo, because a lot of people, I know, are, yeah, not that happy. (laughs) (laughs) And we're not, you know, like, you guys, 
when you write to us, we don't we don't know why the company does things because you know we don't work for the company, so we we just go and play there. You know, we just go play at the resort and eat the food and ride the rides, but we don't you know we don't do anything. We don't work for the company, so don't get mad at us. But um, <laughs> the Tokyo Disney Resort online reservation and ticket site apparently no longer accepts Visa, American Express, uh, di- and Diners Club credit cards issued outside of Japan. Um, you can use a MasterCard issued outside of Japan with a secure code, which makes sense. So um, I guess it's a security issue, maybe. Uh, solutions. Chris, what are the solutions? What can they do? Um, so if for whatever reason you do have a Visa, American Express, or Diners Club card that is not from Japan, fortunately you won't be able to book online. But there are some ways to not really around it, but just alternate solutions. Um, you can book the Hilton Tokyo Bay or the Sheraton with your credit card. They take all credit cards Super easy. You can do it right through their website or sometimes on Expedia, Hotels.com. Sometimes they have deals, so that's awesome. And since they are considered official hotels, you are guaranteed admission to the parks. And you can buy your tickets right at either of those hotels. So that's a pretty good solution. And the Hilton Tokyo Bay and the Sheraton are very good hotels. They're not Disney hotels, but... They're the second best thing to it. And going back to the MasterCard um, thing, issue, whatever you want to call it, um, I actually was able to book one of the hotels, uh, the Celebration Hotel on the Discover side. That's where I'm staying there for one night. I was able to use my MasterCard that was issued in Canada on the website. It took me about five tries to get it, though. It was rather frustrating. Um, I, I, I I went through the whole process and I got to the part where it asked me for my secure code and I entered it and it just gave me, it shot me back to the uh, online reservation site and it just said my card wasn't authorized. That's so weird. Which, which is not very helpful, right? Mm-hmm. So I tried it again. I tried it about three or four times thinking maybe it was picky with my, with my uh, name or maybe my address. All that stuff was in there correct. So I just, I got really frustrated. So I left it. And then actually I went back the next day, tried it and it worked on the first go. I didn't change anything. I just did the same thing. So I don't know what happened there. So if you do have a MasterCard and you tried and you get an error saying it's not authorized, keep trying and it'll hopefully go through eventually. I really don't know why there's systems like this. It's rather frustrating and I hope they figure it out because... We're trying to give them money, so take our money. <laughs> like, do you think it has something to do with ours? Like, you know, like like the ATMs here are kind of weird. Like, if you use them after certain hours, sometimes they won't work. I wonder if, because of the time difference, it's not accepting it because of, like, some kind of business hours that we don't know about. Mm, I'm not too sure, because when I did this, it was the middle of the, middle of the day here. Mm-hmm. So everything should have been working fine. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I really don't know. It, it it also may have been something on my end that I just didn't see. Like it, it could have been me too. I don't know. But I got it all figured out, so it's all good. Um. So also, um, this means that you can't book 
tickets online as well because I know uh, we always tell people buy your tickets ahead of time because you know sometimes you most of the time you should. Well, if you can't buy them on the website, it makes it a little difficult, right? Um, there's there's a couple solutions. Uh, you can buy your tickets at the park, which is probably the last ditch effort, I would say, because um, on high capacity days they may um, stop selling tickets for a certain amount of time. That hasn't happened too much recently, so it it doesn't happen all the time, but it does happen. Uh, you can also buy them at select Disney stores in Japan. Uh, they have a list on their website uh, as to which ones sell them because not all of them do in Tokyo. Uh, the ones I know for sure that that do are the ones in Shibuya and the one in Ikebukuro that sell them. Um, another solution is buying your tickets through... Uh, one of our affiliates for the website actually is called kluke.com and I will put a link in our show notes for you and they sell tickets for Tokyo Disney um, they aren't discounted but they do have um, a one day and a two day ticket for the parks and these guarantee you admission and they are considered an open date ticket but you can go on any day regardless if the park is busy or not or if they're restricting access into the park um so and full disclosure um we have um a um um, affiliates with them so anytime you buy tickets through one of our links with them we get a small percentage of that and that helps us run the site so we really appreciate it if you do go through them and through uh, one of our links on the website or through show notes and we get a little commission from that and as a little side note, they also sell other tickets for stuff in Japan. So there's stuff for the Robot Restaurant or Sanrio Land or stuff in Odaiba that I know we've talked about in previous episodes. So there's a lot other tickets than just Disney on there. So I suggest you go check around on there because maybe there's something on there that you would like to do. And it seems like really easy to use. It's all in English. You oh, can you can do one-stop easy. shopping, you know. Yeah, and they accept all major credit cards, and they also accept PayPal. So it's, they, they make it super easy, which is something that OLC should probably do. It would be nice. <laughs> Making it very easy. You know, it would be yeah. nice if, if they really, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with that, because the Olympics are coming. It seems like a lot of people are putting effort into it, and it seems like there's just not that much interest on their part in putting effort into it. I know, And I know that foreign guests are a very, very, very small percentage of their overall total number of guests, but I don't know. It seems like that number is growing, especially, you know, um, coming like from countries like China. You know, we have so many Chinese tourists and I know a lot of them are going to the Kansai area now, but still, they're still around over here, too. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I have a oh, question. I guess, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say more on uh, credit cards, just kind of keeping with the theme here. Um, so. Um, they still accept Visa American Express Diners Club cards in the parks. So you can still pay for stuff in the parks with those cards. It's just the online reservation system that doesn't accept them. So you can still use your card in the parks, no problem. But sometimes it won't work, and that really depends on your bank. So as a backup, make sure you always have cash with you just in case. Because I know sometimes I've had issues with my card, and then sometimes I haven't. And some people have been had have had no problems whatsoever, and 
so it it just really depends on your bank and also just make sure you tell your bank ahead of time that you're going to be making purchases inside Japan so your card doesn't get locked automatically. Yes, that would not be fun. So yeah, always bring cash with you. Uh, there's a 7-Eleven ATM in Xperia on the first floor, which is kind of like the basement, sort of, but it's technically the first floor. But anyway, there, there's one down there. And recently I saw there is a ATM that accepts foreign cards in Myhama Station. It's actually right across from the uh, the um, New Days that is inside the ticket gates. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how long that's been there, but I just noticed it a few weeks ago. Yeah. And <laughs> at the Ambassador Hotel near the convenience store, it's it's a uh, on the right of the penny press machines. There's actually a foreign currency exchange ATM. What? So they will take. Yeah, so they will take all major uh, currencies, so like Canadian dollars, American dollars, British pound, Australian dollars, I believe as well, mm-hmm. um, and a, a bunch of other ones. Um, and it's just this little ATM, and you go through the menu, and the menu is all in English, so don't worry. And then you put in your foreign currency, and then it'll spit out yen for you. That is awesome. So if you have cash you need to exchange, you can do it there. I don't know how good the the, the rates are. I didn't. I don't remember. I didn't take note, which I should have bad me <laughs> but i'm sure there's probably a, a little higher percentage of fees there because you know it's so convenient right yeah so um yeah so that's it on that otherwise we'll be sitting here talking about this the whole episode no, but i was gonna ask you like i i don't mm-hmm. think i've made a reservation for like a, a while since last year or so but the disney hotels you don't need a credit card to reserve it right Yes, you do, because you have to make a deposit. When did they start that? Because they didn't used to do that. Um, li- earlier this year. Oh. I think it was April 1st. Yeah, so when I booked um, the Discover Hotel, uh-huh. I had to put down a deposit of 15,000 yen on my credit card. Really? So that's super recent, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think last time we did it was in last September. I think probably... Not September, uh, September before. It probably has something to do with the stop people from like booking the hotels right away mm-hmm. and then canceling later. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing people are probably doing that. Yes, they do. That's just a guess, though. I don't know. They abs- <laughs> no, they absolutely do. That's true. Okay, interesting. And then, um, and then, so so then, after that, I I uh, pay for the rest of my uh, bill or whatever when I when I get to the hotel. All right, fair enough. I mean, that's that's pretty standard in most places. I was always really surprised that you didn't have to put a deposit when you would have to when you could book, you know. Mm-hmm. So that makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah, it does. And we will keep you guys updated if they change anything with the the Visa American Express stuff. So we will keep an eye on it for you. Um, in some kind of like fun news, we've got the grand. Okay, not like it's fun, but like it's it's sad, but it's. Fun, you know what I mean. It's fun, like sad. it's it's sad, like fun. a change that you you always knew needed to happen because the space is so big. Um, but we knew the Grand Circuit Raceway was closing um, eventually, which is sad. But it, I mean, it it opens the way for for maybe some some really great positive changes in the park, which would be, you know, which which I don't know. I I think it it has to it, you know things have to change eventually. 
And as much as we we love, we love this attraction. I know if people are listening going, what? You like the stupid race car ride? And no, we do. It's a lot of really wonderful memories. You know, for a lot of, a lot of kids, that's their experience, their first experience driving a little car, you know. And in Tokyo Disneyland, you used to be able to enjoy the cherry blossoms blooming and the leaves changing in the fall. And it's it is like yeah I know it's a it's a baby ride it's a whatever ride but we we really always enjoyed it but at the same time you know we're gonna get this new land and it's a really really huge space that it occupies and and we're kind of excited about the future um, but the Grand Circuit Raceway is going to close um, on January eleventh, uh, twenty seventeen after running thirty four years um, it's done okay. 140 million laps? What what, what, did, what was the accent? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, how did, where did that come from? Where did from? that come from? <laughs> 140 million laps. That's ridiculous. That's a lot. It's insane. Um, and <sighs> they're going to be giving, um, there's a special promotion going on called the Grand Circuit Raceway Final Lap. And it starts tomorrow, actually, November 21st on Monday, running through um, the end of the attraction's run on the 11th of January, 2017. You're going to get a special certificate, and there's going to be two versions of that certificate for each half of the campaign. And there's also going to be special items on sale that you can, of course, purchase because, of course, they have to sell those memorial items, right? So, mm-hmm. um, Chris, what do you think, man? Are you are you going to go get your certificate? Yes, because I've never actually ridden this attraction. <gasps> I've never gone on it. No way. Confession. You should have so I will go. I will go do it tomorrow. I know. I know. I, I should have. And now I'll never get that chance, unfortunately. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry about it. You're good. Um, so for the special certificate, uh, the first one you can get starting November 21st until December 16th. And then from December 17th until January 11th is the second certificate. And they have a nice little design. So a nice little little keepsake, which is kind of cool. How many of those certificates do you think you can get? <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is why they stop doing nice things. Because there's people like me that are like, if we go every day, we can have like 20 of them. <laughs> you know? But why? Why? Because we're stupid. We're stupid and we ruin it for ourselves. I don't know why, Chris. I don't, I don't know why we do these things. <laughs> oh, my God. But we're going tomorrow. <laughs> well, if you manage to get 20, let me know. You think I can? I'm going to try. I wonder if they do scan it. your ticket. <laughs> oh, maybe. You know, the, it makes sense if they did. Okay, let's have a contest to see mm-hmm. who can get the most certificates. <laughs> oh, it's a race. It's a race. Okay, Chris, okay. I challenge you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so so let's see how many we can get by the time the attraction closes. Okay. And I'm not going to count Kai's with mine. I'm going to count only my own. Okay. So we're going to see how many we can do. Okay. By January 11th. It's on. What what who's what does the winner get? Um. Uh. Food of their choice, I guess, at the at the at the park. How about that? Oh sh- shoot, that's ex- that can get expensive. <laughs> <laughs> snack of your choice. Okay, snack. Okay. 
<laughs> we're not Fine. we're not we're not buying like a course me- menu at Magellan's, okay? <laughs> okay, it's on. Um and uh we're going to talk about this a little bit later in the parks, but what do we do, Chris? In the parks, in the parks? Yeah, I mean, well, we're going to get to in the parks, but um we we had, oh. you know. <laughs> I was confused. I'm like, did we skip a section? Oh, uh <laughs> we skipped everything. We were- <laughs> Uh, we had our meetup. Yes. So much fun. We had a lot of people show up. There was about, what, 20 of us at one point? And they were from all over the world. It was insane. Yeah, there's so many people. That's It was fun. It was a lot of, it was a long day, but it was a fun day. It really was. I enjoyed it. It, it was fantastic. And, and you know, I liked, um, who, James was the one that put it together, right? Uh, he helped with it. He helped it, yeah. I mean, it was great. It was very relaxed. Um, you know, we had a big group in the morning. People would come and go. And 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 yet, at the same time, we were able to stay cohesive as a group, like connecting through um, Facebook and everything. And it worked out really well, you know. And, and that's not easy to do with that number of people, so. No, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> but it, it was super fun. And the, I know there's some people that are listening to the podcast over there. So thank you for coming. And I'm sure we'll see you very soon. Um, but yeah, it, it was super fun. Um, learned a couple things about how to organize such a big group because I'm not quite used to doing that. Um, I think what worked best was we have some stuff planned in the morning, like not mm-hmm. too much. Um, also get the exact number of people who are coming and make a reservation well ahead of time oh. trying to trying to do it when you're there it just doesn't work um we tried to do a reservation for uh sailing day buffet mm-hmm. but it was just it was so busy that they actually cut it off by the time we were about halfway through the line oh nuts and you know because it was the first saturday of christmas mm-hmm. so it, it makes so it, it harder it was a lot of people yeah yeah and i I figured Sailing Day Buffet would be the easiest because everyone has different tastes mm-hmm. and a buffet is perfect because then everyone can just have what they what they like. For sure. For sure. And then uh, for the afternoon, it, it works better if we just kind of let everyone do their own thing. Like, okay, we'll meet up at this time or whatever. Because most of the fast passes you get in the morning, like Toy Story, are, not in, are well into the evening anyway. Yeah. And then we everyone rendezvous uh, late afternoon, and then go see another show, and then do your fast passes, and then kind of do whatever after that. So pretty easy, <laughs> I guess. It sounds easy now that now that I say it at the time. Now that it's done. <laughs> now that it's done, it was super easy. But you know, at the time, <laughs> a little stressful to, at times, but it was still fun. It was still fun. Um, I hope we can probably do one. Early next year, mid next year, something like that. I think we can do another one. It'd be a lot of fun. That would be so cool. Um, and really quick, uh, we'll we will talk about this next podcast. But they did a soft launch today, which is uh, Sunday. This is when we're recording this. Uh, soft launch. Did I say lunch or launch? Launch. I don't. I thought I said lunch, like a soft you lunch. You said it right the first time, a soft lunch. Because <laughs> you're thinking mm. of those s'mores is what you're thinking about. Yes, I'm thinking of the s'mores at Camp Woodchuck. So they started it today. Um, it's not officially open until the 22nd, but uh, there's pictures all over Twitter. Uh, the The wait times for uh, Daisy and Donna were like 90 minutes each. 
Oh. Uh, people are posting photos of the inside of the Camp Woodchuck kitchen, which looks phenomenal, by the way. I cannot wait to see it in person. We gotta go. We gotta go tomorrow. If it's yes. open. I think it's open. It it's should probably be. open. It should be. It should be. And then uh, someone posted a video, actually, of uh, the animatronic that is in the queue for the greeting. Oh, I want to see it. Which is really cute. I love that our greeting has an animatronic in it. That's amazing. <laughs> that, is, that is so awesome. Oh, and the uh, campfire area outside actually has smoke that comes out of Does it. Does it have a real fire? I, I couldn't tell from the photo. I don't know. Probably not. Because it'd probably be dangerous for children. I want a real... They have a real fire at Disney World in the hotels. They can have one here. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but, but it's Japan. People are scared of that stuff. It's true. You know? It's true. Man, I make one comment about wanting to buy candles. And my family's like, you know, there's earthquakes. And you can die in a fire. And I'm like, oh, okay. I just wanted... Some apple pie scented candles, but okay, okay, I see how it is. All right, fine. <laughs> I get it. Okay, thank why you. do they sell them then? Why do they sell them? <laughs> you know, that's true. But yeah, we will go more in detail next podcast after we actually get to experience it. I will, I will break my diet. I'm three kilos Just away. Okay, three kilos away. By the way, I'm so close. But I will break it for that. I will break it for you guys. Okay, and Just and also it. I want chicken and waffles. Mm-hmm. 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 So, stay tuned for that. All right, enough with the news. Let's get on to the crowd forecast. Woohoo! What's the All crowds right. like? So we get our crowd forecast from tdrnavi.jp. They have crowd forecast information in Japanese, but also in English, which is awesome. So make sure you check them out when you're deciding on when to visit. So this is for the week of November 28th, 2016. And during the week, it's rather quiet at both parks. Uh, Tokyo Disneyland is at about 50 out of 100. So, you know, half. And then Tokyo Disney Sea is 60 out of 100. So a little bit busier, but really not that much. Uh, Friday to Sunday are said to be rather busy. And then on the Saturday... It says there's, it's supposed to reach capacity at both parks. I highly doubt it, but it's still going to be busy regardless. Just like most weekends. Do you know how crazy it is that we've gotten to the point where it's a Christmas season at the resort or holiday season, mm-hmm. you know, for, for like for people like, you know, whatever. But, um, you know, and we're doubting that a weekend is going to reach capacity. That is insane to me. Like, if you would have told me that five years ago. I would have never believed it. I would have been like, oh, ha, 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 you're living in a happy dream la-la land. But, like, that is nuts. That is nuts that we are at the point where, like, psh, a dad is going to reach capacity. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, now that you say it, it probably will. It'll reach... Ca- <laughs> Do you know what's been happening is that it'll reach capacity until, like, noon, which is, like, nothing. Yeah. You know, it used to reach capacity, and you wouldn't be able to get in until, like, five. Ugh. Right? So, Ugh. it's still not that bad. I mean, but you don't want to go on a capacity day, even a near anyway. capacity day, right? Like, we, well, but we went and we had fun. We had fun, but it's busy. It's busy, you guys. <laughs> you need to have a relaxed day at the resort. You're on vacation. But anyway, mm-hmm. in the parks. What did you get up to? I don't know. I was with you guys. I had, I had, <laughs> I had, I had, <laughs> I had, I had hot wine. <laughs> 
I went to work and I came back, brought my child who was unruly. I'm so sorry for the group. He he wasn't that bad, right? No, no. He was just very energetic. Man, he never runs out of energy. I was late to this podcast because he was like in battle mode. He's like, mommy, battle royale. And he's hitting me with a cushion. It's like a pillow fight. And I bit his foot. And he's like, no. And and he still wouldn't give up. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, go to sleep. <laughs> you know. And man, it never ends, Chris. It never ends. Never ending battle. Were you like that as a child? No. It's, I was not. It's all it's only my <laughs> child. I wasn't like that at all. I was very quiet, I guess. He shot me. He shot me with a Nerf gun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love your laugh. You're like, ha, ha, ha. Oh. Goodness. No, but, you know, uh, this, this meetup was fun. Mm-hmm. There was people from everywhere. Everywhere. From, from Belgium. From Norway. From France. From far off lands such as Canada. <laughs> <laughs> the frozen tundra of Canada. It was really cool. You know, lots of people from Japan, a few from the US. And the UK. And the UK, that's right. How could we forget? You know? Like, very international. It was really neat. It was a lot of fun. It was really good. I, I quite enjoyed it. I, I like that we were able to get fast passes for Toy Story and actually ride it because I never ride that here. That is insane. Just because I, I just never, I'm never there early enough to get a fast pass and I'm not willing to wait in the queue. I know, right? <laughs> for it. So that was a nice treat. I quite enjoyed that. You got the high score, right? To, well, in my car, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Awesome. Um, what else did we do? That the whole day was a blur. It was very busy. All I remember, a lot of running around. Oh yeah, a lot of running around. We watched the show in the morning from like the back because <laughs> because <laughs> of early entry. You know, it's mm-hmm. impossible. Mickey Square is impossible right now. My goal is Lido. My goal is Lido, and I want to watch Zambi because I want to see Duffy and Shelley. Mm. And Mickey Square is so hard right now, though. Like, my my goal for there is the side view. You know? Side view. I know. Isn't that sad? Like, that's my goal. (laughs) That is my goal. So, this is like a good segue into our Christmas wishes at Tokyo Disney Sea that we want to talk about. Yes. For the next part. So, let's just go right into the show. The Christmas or uh, Perfect Christmas show. Let's jump right in. Let's, Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Um, it's pretty much the same as last year, which is it's not a bad thing. I, I agree. I agree with you here. It's not a bad thing because it's not a bad show in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still a harbor show, so it has its limitations, but it's mm-hmm. it's fun. The music is great. Um, the the little character, the show segments, you know, are great. I can't I can't really complain about this one. Would I like a stage show, like a proper stage show? Yes. But uh, for what it is, I like this show. Yeah, the I really like the music. I really like the the whole perfect Christmas chorus that they have. I think yes. that's, that's my favorite part. I just it's so catchy. I love it. It it kind of brings your spirits up, doesn't it? It does. It really does. Um, 
The 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 only thing I didn't quite care for is how they just kind of tacked on the 15th anniversary song to the end of the show, like when when it was all said and done, and then it's like oh the 15th anniversary song yay, <laughs> but but I can kind of understand why they did it because I can't really think of where they would actually put that inside the rest of the show really because. It's already really good as it is. The thing is, yeah, this show for a Harbor show is pretty well put together. And I feel like Mm -hmm. if they did try to put the anniversary in there, I feel like whoever is doing the shows now wouldn't know how to do it. And I feel like it would mess up the show if they did. It would totally... It would kind of mess up up the flow. It would throw it off completely. So I'm, I'm kind of really happy that they didn't just try to insert it into the middle of the show. And they kind of leave it mm-hmm. as just like a tack on, you know. I'm I'm fine with that as long as they didn't mess up the the way the the flow, you know. Mm-hmm. Because like with with the show, they like, each song kind of has like a different theme to it. Like there's a shopping theme and like family theme, like with family and friends and stuff like that. So kind of tacking on like this or like trying to wedge in a 15th anniversary thing would have felt weird. I'm happy that they put it at the end, but. They did add Pyro this year. Yeah, that's nice. A, that was new. It was nice. It's it's a it's a good show. It's probably my favorite Christmas one since they're not doing the Big Bang Beat Christmas this year for whatever reason. <laughs> you just brought back the palpitations, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. Uh, I don't know why they did that. Maybe just just so people can see the new show. I think that's part of it. I think I think that's the excuse, right? That people, oh, it's the fifteenth anniversary. They want people to see the anniversary show. They want people to see the new Big Bambi, which whatever, it's only for two months. So I mean, like seriously. And I think they wanted to focus on the finale of the table is waiting, even though they didn't do anything new for it. So I don't I don't get what's the finale part. You know, usually they would have to at least tack something onto it to make it new, but you know, whatever. Um, I don't know. Yeah, the uh, table is weighing Christmas cuisine. I always like it. I always like the the ending with the the big turkey and all that. I think it's cute. Yeah, but it's the last time Christmas one. Yeah, so you think they would have done something special? You know what I mean? If you were not going to mm-hmm. do Christmas Big Bambi, at least add a little extra to the finale, the Christmas finale for Table is Waiting, right? Mm-hmm. Would have been nice. Hmm. Oh, and then there's the Colors of Christmas Harbor show. We don't talk about that, that show, Chris. <laughs> it's that show. It's it's pretty to look at, but that's about it. It's it's pretty to look at for like the five seconds as it like sails so quickly past you, like like the drive by, you know. <laughs> it's a like it's like a, a drive by greeting. It is a drive by <laughs> greeting, it's, and I like the way the float is decorated. It's very beautiful. But man, mm-hmm. it's, you know, Candlelight Reflections was not a fancy show, but it was beautiful. It was classy. It had a build to it, to this beautiful finale. And it was so simple, but beautiful. And and it's just, and, and that's the thing. That's what kills me is that it, it compared to what we have now, it's not like super expensive, you know. So I don't know why we can't do something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, the Colors of Christmas is just one of those shows 
if you happen to be in the area, watch it. It's fine. Um, but if you're going to wait for a show, wait for Perfect Christmas because that's probably the best. That is the best one, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, decorations. Decorations. Uh, they... Uh, just like every other season they've done this year, it's incorporated with the Year of Wishes, which is nice. Um, I like the the banners they have at the front. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. The Christmas wishes and 50th anniversary, really nice. Like the the green and the gold and the red and all that. It's, re- it's really pretty. Uh, what I really like is the Year of Wishes tree they did in the New York waterfront. I do like it. it. Changes it changes colors. You know it does and. But it, it also makes me feel so cold looking at it. <laughs> doesn't it make you, like, just looking at it, doesn't it make you cold? Because it's basically crystals yes. is what it is. Yes. So I'm like, when the wind hits you and you're like, <gasps> you know, you feel that shiver. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful. It is really it's beautiful. A re- it's a really nice tree. I like that. I, I like that touch. Mm-hmm. And then they have the uh, banners, as they always do with the characters on them. Yeah, really nice. Um, where else is the decorations? Um, Fifteen on the American waterfront tree. Oh yes, you did. That's re- that's really pretty at night. I really like that area at mm-hmm. night. That's probably like my favorite place to be. Probably also the coldest, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's also it's very pretty. I I quite enjoy it. Oh, um, there's decorations in Cape Cod for with Duffy and all of them on it. Those are always cute. Hmm. And then in uh, Lost River Delta, there's decorations there. They added new decorations there because now it's the the Festival of Lights, right? Mm-hmm. So those are pretty. Um, and then they have like you know random like little things here and there and in the other lands. You know, it's 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 nice. It's good. Decorations are always nice. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna get to our favorite part that's gonna make us hungry. Oh my gosh! And we're gonna and we're gonna complain about it, but we're gonna keep talking about it anyway. So let's just get into it. Okay, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> the food, the food. Um, some of this I know we've talked about already, but we're gonna talk about Sorry, it. Maybe they didn't catch uh, the podcast. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Uh, there's the cookie sandwich, which uh, has the adorable snow snows on them. And it's it's this long cookie and has strawberry in it and mousse. It's really good. And it's only 380 yen. It's it's really nice. Uh, it's similar to the, the cookie sandwich they had for Halloween. The one that I said I really didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this one. The, the flavor was much better. I'm not really a chocolate person. So having something that's just like chocolate cookie, chocolate inside of it chocolate mousse like that's uh, just way too much for me this was nice it was just nice strawberry very light i quite liked it beautiful it looks beautiful too it's a really lovely design it is it's really photogenic so if you want some you know instagram likes make sure you get that one and tag it <laughs> <laughs> um then there's the apple cinnamon hot drink i know we've mentioned that already yes. delicious and it's 400 yen it's really good and then there's that uh, little spoon. You need the spoon. Did uh, you get the spoon? No. Chris. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't need it. You totally. I need want it. it. You need it. But I don't need. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm gonna end up buying it, like three of them or something. Like, what if you're in the park 
and what and what if you leave the park and you're walking around and you buy some ice cream and they forget to give you a spoon if you had the spoon you'd have a spoon with you all the time a Disney spoon <laughs> Disney spoon <laughs> I am not listening to your lies <laughs> 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 okay, and there's the there's the uh, chocolate churro, which is 310 yen. That's that's actually really it's good. Chocolate and churro. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of churros normally, but this one's pretty good. They need to sell that chocolate churro with some um, boozy hot chocolate, Ooh. like a really thick Spanish like boozy hot chocolate. Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, speak. Well, speaking of boozy hot chocolate, if you go to the, the uh, uh, Yucatan. Yucatan, I can never say that word. Uh, they have the the hot chocolate cocktail, which is six hundred eighty yen. So you can maybe pair it with that. You could, and I like that they changed the colors on it. It looks more festive now, which is kind of cool. Hmm. It's all. It's always good. I. I didn't. Ha- I haven't had it this year, but I've had it. I think two years we, ago. Is when we I had, had it. it during the blizzard. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes, we needed that. Yes. We needed that badly. At the time, that's like the best <laughs> drink I've, I, I, I had ever had before because it was so cold. It just it brought oh, life into our bodies again, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And a buzz. And yes, that too. That too. That helped. A slight buzz. <laughs> um, also at the uh, at the U- uh, Yucatan place, restaurant. <laughs> uh, this is in the Lost River Delta. Uh, they have this tomato barbecue sauce hamburg which is a salisbury steak with chicken and cheese bread and also mexican rice and it's 1580 yen a little pricey but you get a lot of food you do get a ton of food with this you know this is a restaurant i would like them to revamp the menu for next because i like what they did with miguel's um and Mm -hmm. i and i feel like this one is this one should be next on their hit list because i feel like the, the menu I'm so over these Hamburg steaks and which is basically like a Salisbury steak and mm-hmm. the chicken the it's always the same thing, you know, like the slight variation. Yeah. So I would like to see a little revamp at this restaurant next. Yeah, make it more like campsite type of food. Oh wait, they're doing that at Disneyland. Oh, but hello, <laughs> they you know, they have like a Tartle Talk with Crush here and now they had Stitch at Disneyland. We can get campy food at Disney Sea too. Mm-hmm. Rustic. And then speaking of Miguel's, uh, they have this combination plate, which I have had oh. uh, for 1580 yen and has the Donald shaped rice and also a, I don't know, is it not really a sombrero or a Santa hat? I don't know what you want to call it, but it's a red tortilla that's made to look like a hat on top of Donald's head, but it looks like a cone. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I don't know I, about that design. That it kind of, it kind of, it uh, looks like a dunce cap and I'm like... <laughs> That's what I right. <laughs> I'm like, what were they going for here? I, I'm guessing Santa, but it doesn't look like Santa. There's no like little little pom pom at the end of the hat. I, I really don't. Is know. Is it like a fiesta? Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not. I'm not buying this design. But the, it looks good though. It does look tasty. Hmm. Um. Well, it, it, it was very tasty. It comes with uh, chicken. Uh, that's actually on the bone. Like chicken wings, I guess, and uh, sliced beef with t- spicy tomato sauce. Uh, the cast member said it was very spicy. It it really wasn't. It had a little bit of kick, but it wasn't. It's not going to set your mouth on fire. And also has beans and tortilla chips. It was it was pretty good. And for fifteen hundred yen, that's a lot of food. Mm-hmm. And then they also offer the sparkling wine cocktail for six hundred and eighty yen. 
Yes. It was. It wasn't that good. Oh, no, you dashed my dreams. <laughs> I'm sorry. It it, it was kind of whatever. It was just like really sweet wine, uh, and it had had way too much fruit in it. I felt like there was more fruit than wine in it. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's okay. You know what? So Save the I, calories. Save the calories. Get the hot chocolate cocktail. Instead. No, man. That's even more. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. And then at the New York Deli, they have the roast beef and chicken honey mustard sandwich for twelve hundred and fifty yen. Oh my goodness, that sounds really good. I haven't had that. It does sound good, doesn't it? It sounds so simple, yet so delightful. Roast beef and chicken and honey mustard? like Because mm. you know what it is? We don't get honey mustard in Japan that much. No. And no. I just hear those so words and I'm like, mm, honey mustard. I don't even care what else like, is in it, you know. I'm like, Just give me the bread and honey exactly. mustard and we're good. You can pair it with anything and I won't care, you know. And there's also a souvenir lunch case, which which is Christmas themed. And if you want that with the meal, that comes to two thousand one hundred twenty yen. So if you want a, like a little keepsake, a little pricey, but it's cute. Um, if you don't like uh, to save money, you can also get the special course at Magellan's, which is eight thousand and twenty yen. <laughs> so it's a little pricey, you know. Uh, but I'm thinking, but it comes with roast beef. Roast beef and gravy. Yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. You pay, mm. like, 2,000 yen more, and you can have the course at Oceano. Right? And I feel like the quality jump is, a, is like, a, like a, for that little money, it's a pretty big quality jump. Hmm. What do you think? Though I do like, Mage- I like Magellan's. I feel like, I, if for the course menu, I would pay to have it at Oceano. And I would do the lounge at Magellan's. Mm, right? That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I do I do like Magellan's, uh, but I, I haven't done the special course, so I can't say how good it is. I mean it's not bad, but it's I like, good. It's good for sure. I like I like roast beef and gravy, so there you go. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy with roast that. Roast beef and gravy is good. Oh, so good. And it's not very common here in Japan either. It, you can get it, but it's pricey. I mean, mm-hmm. you can actually get some really, really nice roast beef, but it's it's just so much cheaper, like, overseas, you know? Yeah, like, we're not going to be eating it once a week here. No, <laughs> it's, it's like a special, like a specialty. <laughs> Very food, special. You know? Yeah. Um, and then there's the Christmas buffet at the Sailing Day buffet uh, for 3,090 yen. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, we never got to try it because it was full. But judging by how many people were there, it must be good. Uh, Sailing Day Buffet is always good. So keep at it, I guess. And, and the holidays know. are always such a good time to go because, you know, they, they, they really like they really like make it look cute and and delightful and, and like holiday-ish, those holiday colors and decorations, like little stars and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's so pretty, you know? Exactly. And then there's the um, black pepper and beef burger at Cape Cod Cook-Off. Oh, and chicken. It has chicken in it as well for 990 yen. Um, I did have this. Okay, how was it? Because it looks good, actually. The chicken and beef were fine. I just don't like the buns with Cape Cod burgers. I just There's something about the buns I just don't like. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know what it is. I just... I think because... They're the, very dry. Like they're so... F- Yes, that's it. They're dry and they're f- like they're really 
big. Mm. So it feels like I'm just biting into like this dry bun. Well, <laughs> I am, but <laughs> I am not. I I'm not very uh, um, sophisticated when it comes to describing. The thing this is, stuff. we have so many good like burger shops in Tokyo right now. Mm. That if you're going to pay that yeah. much for a, a burger, go to like one of those gourmet shops, you know? Mm-hmm. But with that said, the uh, black pepper chicken and the beef was pretty good. Like it wasn't the best thing in the world. But if you wanted a burger that was not just, you know, beef and cheese, mm-hmm. you might as well get this. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just I, I would probably not have it again. <laughs> so compared to like the, the burgers that they've had in the past, this is kind of like a little bit of a jump in quality. Yes, I would say so. But that's not saying much. <laughs> okay, that's that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, have it and try it for yourself. <laughs> See how it is. Um, and then we have all the um, different little desserts that come with the souvenir plates. So there's the uh, milk tea mousse with the Duffy cup, the raspberry puff cake uh, with the, the Duffy plate, and then the coffee cupcake in a cup. Uh, which is a little tiny cup compared to the cup. I'm saying cup a lot. <laughs> that comes with the uh, milk tea mousse. Uh, these are all at uh, Cape Cod. So, and they have little displays so you can see what they all look like and everything. And I was with James and James bought them all. Wow, cool. <laughs> so, they're really cute. So if you're a Duffy fan, you definitely want to get these because they're adorable. I feel like I like the design of, of like what you get, like the plates with it. But I don't like the dessert design this year, if that makes sense. Like, I'm sure the mm. flavors are fine. But I feel mm-hmm. like in the past, they've done better. I never really took notes. So I don't know. But um, James said the, the milk tea mousse is his favorite out of the three. Oh, nice. Well, milk tea is a good flavor. It's always good. And milk tea is kind of associated with Duffy because of the milk tea popcorn. Why is milk tea the flavor in Cape Cod? I really... I don't know. Someone somewhere made that decision and now that's the thing. Yeah, (laughs) because I... I really don't know. I know. I get cranberry, right? Because cranberries are a big thing there. But I didn't Mm -hmm. know that milk... Is milk tea a big thing there? I don't know. Probably not. Right? Because like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like milk tea, it's a big thing here. But I don't know. I, I don't feel like in the, in, in the States, I never... And I'm from the East Coast. And I I mean, I know I'm from Florida. But like, I don't know. I never, I never realized it was like a thing in the States. You I don't know? know. If anyone out there that's listening knows, let us know. Because <laughs> we don't. Okay, so enough enough about the food. Let's get on with the merchandise really quick. Let's go through that. Um, well, first off, watch our video. We have a video of me talking about the Christmas Wishes merchandise. You can listen to my soothing voice <laughs> again. After, after you're done listening to the podcast, go to YouTube, our YouTube, and watch the Christmas Wishes video. And I go through most of the merchandise and talk about the price and all that kind of stuff. So... But be warned, it's going to make you want to throw money at your screen. Because <laughs> you're going to want to buy a lot of this stuff. Uh, my favorites are the Chippendale in their yellow outfits. I love them. And I, I haven't picked them up yet. I, I've been resisting, but I don't think I'm going to be able to much longer. It is cute. 
this super cute. And then there's the standard stationery, you know, the pens and the notepads, uh, the Christmas wishes pin, magnet, and omiyage, which is the little um, food that come in containers. Yeah. And and most of these containers are tin, so you get to keep the tin. And everything inside of it is all individually wrapped, so you can give them away as gifts. And the little packaging is adorable. You can use it like in your... Oh, if you have goodness. like those little refillable advent calendars, you can put those in those too. Mm-hmm. There's just... There's so much merchandise, and it's so cute. It's, it, it's really hard to not want to buy all of it. I'm still... And of yeah. course... I was going to say, and there's also the postcard, which you can buy, and then uh, you can get a stamp at the register, and then when you send it, you can send it right from the resort, they're going to put a special limited stamp on it, and it's going to say Christmas wishes or Christmas fantasy, depending on which park you send it from, and it's going to be a a limited stamp that you're not going to see again after after the event's over, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's it's one of those nice little touches, right? It is. Have you noticed, like speaking of merch, the snow snow outfits are selling out? Well, I, I believe it because of the lines I see every time I go. I still think that's like the best thing they've done this year. I've been, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it. I'm like, what am I going to do with them afterwards? And I think, well, I can put them under my Christmas tree. You can put them on the Christmas tree. That's what I do with all the Christmas ones. I feel like... The Halloween ones and the Christmas ones are justified because I can put them on the Halloween tree and the Christmas tree, respectively. Okay, that's right. So I feel like those I'm not allowed to buy the little little badge characters anymore because I have like 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 a lot of them. But um, the Christmas ones are okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, quick story. Actually, I was cleaning off my shelf today that has all my little Chippendales and stuff. Oh. And my goodness, I have a lot of them. Right, they add up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, I had to, um, I actually had to beat them all to get the dust out of no. them because they're all dusties. So I'm like sitting there beating these chipmunks on my balcony. You, wa- you so wipe I, them gently so... with a damp cloth, Chris. <laughs> no, I was beating that dust out of them so if anyone was recording me or was looking at my balcony i probably look like a crazy person <laughs> beating all these chipmunks like, why doesn't he like the chipmunks <laughs> don't question just, just don't question it. oh my goodness oh okay so that that that's christmas wishes at disney sea that's pretty pretty awesome it's fun and hopefully hopefully everyone is getting to see it coming to see it because it's a wonderful time of year. It really is. I love the Christmas tree, as I already said, in the American waterfront. That is probably my favorite thing. It just, oh, I just get all warm and fuzzy just thinking about it. I love it so much. I just love seeing the lights sparkle at night, like especially at Disney mm-hmm. Sea where the atmosphere is so beautiful. You know, you you can you can walk around Tokyo, you can walk around Marunouchi, or or you can walk around Ginza. Or um, Omotesando, but you know it's it's something very special, uh, like the uh, walking around Disney Sea and seeing all those really beautiful twinkling lights with the moody music, um, especially if you're out on a date or maybe having a family moment or even just going by yourself to relax and getting away from the stress of the city. I feel like it's such a, a wonderful time to visit the parks. You know. Oh, I agree, one hundred and twenty percent. 
Um, speaking of in the city, uh, your next park tip involves going into the city. Yeah, because we have to. Because, <laughs> because okay. there's no Christmas Big Bambi. So what are you going to do? Right? Because you want to see like a big, like, woo, Broadway spectacular and kicking kicking girls and Christmas trees and all that. Wait, wait, wait. Kicking girls? Kick the girls that kick. The chorus line. <laughs> okay. You know? So. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, we bought tickets for, um, they have in Shibuya at the Orb Theater, which if you've listened to this show before, you know I love that venue. It's in Hikarie. It's um, the... Uh, Tokyo Orb Theater in Shibuya and it's a lovely venue the perfect size for a show not too big it's not like you know like when you go to Kotsai Forum and it's like this giant cavernous room you know it's not too small it's like just the right size every seat is a nice seat Um, and they have the Broadway Christmas Wonderland show going on and they actually have like the Broadway cast and everything um, so it, it you know it's it's like a it's a Christmas spectacular what, what could you want like would I love to be able to go see you know Christmas Big Bam Beat for sure and I'm, I'm so looking forward to that next year when they had better do it but um, I'm okay paying with tickets for this this year it looks it looks fantastic you know I'm going to have to look that up because I've never heard of it. So I'm going to have to check that out. Go check it out. It's like, it sounds it's fun. like Christmas exploding all around you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go check that out. And now we're going to talk about our listener question. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. And this, our listener question comes from, and I apologize if I say this incorrectly, uh, Katharina. I believe is how you say it. And they write, I'm obsessed with your site and I'm so happy to be able to visit Tokyo Disney Resort next February. I read every article and listen to your podcast and I just want to thank you for all your hard work. Well, thank you so much for listening. (laughs) And for reading. Thank you. We appreciate it. Um, And their question is, how much does the normal gelatoni cost? Um, I'm guessing they mean the normal size gelatoni because there's different size ones like there's the really big one I think and then there's yeah. the, the normal size one and then there's like the hand puppet size or, or like those and ones and sometimes they have like the seasonal um, ones like the little minis wearing the costumes oh, and stuff yeah, so it yeah, could yeah. be that too so this price is for the uh, the uh, normal one that you can dress up that you can buy all the outfits for um, this it, it is 3900 yen and this is the same price for the normal size Duffy and Shelly May as well. And these are actually considered the small ones, which is kind of strange. Um, and then also there are medium ones, which are about 65 centimeters tall. And these, um, this is both gelatin, or not both, but gelatoni, Duffy, and Shelly May. And these are 11,000 yen. It's a little bit bigger. I have that one. It's then, a fairly good size. Very, very cuddly. It is. Very cuddly. And then you can go bigger. <laughs> this I want, and they do not have in Gelatoni. Yeah, so this this only comes in Duffy and Shelly May, and they're they're considered the large size, and they're 52,000 yen. So about $520, and they're about 90 centimeters tall. That's huge. It's child and size. I've seen, 
I've seen people carry that around in the middle of summer. That that all day. I do not get. I'm that like, is super gross. Why? Yeah. Why? 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 It's disgusting. <laughs> it's summer. You're sweating. Okay, you're sweating all over poor Gelatoni. Well, not yet, but like Duffy or Shelly May. And I mean, like, come on. Why would you do that to yourself and to your plush? That you paid five hundred some dollars it's for. Disgusting. <laughs> but. Uh, just to reiterate, the normal size Gelatoni, along with the Duffy and Shelly Mae, the ones that you could put the costumes on, cost 3,900 yen. And you can get those at Tokyo Disney Sea only in the park. So <laughs> thank you so much, Katharina, for your question. Um, if anyone has any other questions, make sure you send them to us, contact at tdrexplorer.com, and we will do our best to get it on the show. And there is no stupid question or anything like that. So don't worry. Ask us anything and we will help you. And also, it just doesn't have to be about Disney as well. Ask us something about Japan in in general. Or if you want to ask us stuff about Hong Kong or Shanghai, we can probably help you with with that too. Oh, wow. We kept it around an hour this time. That's good. How did we do that? I was just looking at the time going... (gasps) We made it. <laughs> we did it. We did good. How did we do this? We're getting... It only took us two years <laughs> <laughs> to finally perfect our timing. But now we're over time. But, you know, whatever. That's okay. Close enough. Close <laughs> enough. <laughs> it is. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, as always. Uh, make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Google Play Music so more people can find us. Um, as I already said, you can send us your questions or suggestions for the show. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us. If you're at Walt Disney World or Disneyland, uh, just go around and tell people like, hey, are you going to Tokyo? You really should. And if you are, you should listen to TDR now and visit tdrexplorer.com because they have everything you need to know. So make sure you tell everyone that. Really appreciate it. <laughs> uh, you can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one eating all the seasonal offerings. And, of course, I'm going to be eating those s'mores, those delicious s'mores, very, very soon. And you can also find me on my personal Twitter and Instagram, at Burnin Lover. And as always, my beautiful co-host Patricia. Hey guys, thank you always for listening and joining us on our adventures through TDR. And I hope um, all of you uh, people in the U.S. have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, enjoy all that pumpkin spice for me in faraway Japan where we can't buy those things. And yeah, keep exploring guys. See you next time. Alright guys, thank you so much.